But all I got for content, which is pretty good content, okay, is Alec Baldwin's wife getting caught pretending to be Spanish. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, Wonder Woman. I don't know. Did you, you watch yeah. that stupid shit? Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw Wonder Woman. I loved it. <laughs> D- you saw the new one? You didn't see it? No, no, no. I, I don't know. I like lost steam on the superhero stuff. I, I feel you Dude, on that. Perfectly acceptable. Uh, Not a problem. Right. We can. You want to? You ready? You want to do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. That's what I say before I find. The, uh, here we go. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Broadcast, coming at you not live from a series of Zoom recording studios across the country. I'm Vince Mancini. I'm here with my podcasting partner and life partner, the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. Mr. Lummer Lummer. What's up, everyone? Oh, it's dude. me, <laughs> Mr. Lummer Lummer, Matt Lieb slash Shaggy. Isn't that uh, a Chet Hayes song? Is that... It, no, this is oh, way okay. before Chet Hayes. It's Shaggy, wasn't he? Must must love a lover, isn't that? Yeah, he could just yeah, say that's, anything. That's Shaggy. It. Yeah, it that's Shaggy. Cool. Yeah, he was Mister Lover Lover, and then he was like a bunch of other shit after the fact. But mostly, I know him as Mister Lover Lover. Yeah, most of most of the things that he did involved loving. Yeah, that was his shit, dude. You never got the Shaggy political album. <laughs> Obama, why are you sending those Mr. Drone drones? <laughs> he never got his uh, the Shaggy DSP album. <laughs> Mr. Anti-Vax. <laughs> it's my Mr. Anti-Vaxxer. <laughs> uh, Shaggy, I, I I really do hope that he comes around to be like Mr. Maga Maga, it, just because uh-huh. like it would it's it's just kind of where I see the Shaggy narrative going. You know, he's just so that, positive. It's hard to imagine him as red pilled. I could see him be red pilled though. I mean, that whole like it wasn't me. Like that's just him. Like there's <laughs> s- there's so many different lies that he's being caught in. Trying to lie at my court hearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they caught me he, with my fudging my tax it wasn't me it wasn't me underage girl in, in my car it wasn't me it wasn't me <laughs> two prostitutes pissing on obama's bed it wasn't me it wasn't me stealing mailboxes <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't me uh yeah oh uh, we got to introduce our guest uh you guys remember kasim bentley we're doing a whole uh joint podcasting with uh, white slavery and that's that's kasim he's got a podcast now and and also uh his wait, co- wait, hold on oh, oh hold i'm on. so sorry i'm so Don't sorry make it sound like i'm taking up a hobby you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm making t-shirts at my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mr. Johnny come lately over here. Like I get started cooking. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been screaming into a mic in his bedroom for the last 10 years like some people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we started uh, from I, the bottom and we're still and, Yeah, you got And we're still and we're still just squarely at the bottom. <laughs> which no, is, no, you got those you got those sound square cube steves at your house. Oh no! Yeah, I do. I do. I got. I. I. Yeah. No. Shit's. You know. I. Uh, you can buy these for eighty bucks. Put them on any wall, and people are like, "Damn, nice studio." Yeah, it's like a park. I am floor outside for your wall, yeah. and yeah. you wonder the whole time if it's actually doing anything. Right. No. I. I am fairly certain at this point they're just for show. 
Um, but uh, you know, if it impresses you guys, then I feel good, dude. I feel fucking good. Yeah. The more sound padding you put on your wall, the higher you can like charge to rent it out. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Although no one is allowed in here because of COVID. Um, so oh, that's, that's Murad. We got to introduce Murad. Hi, I'm a, I'm a part of the white slavery crew. He's kind of a one man band. Hey, can't you say that one more? <laughs> I love, I love it. Hi. I love that. Even like you sound embarrassed of the name of the podcast. <laughs> you know what? It's just weird. It's he's just still, weird. He's like... still worried about getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marad, it's over. Hey, you started it. a podcast. You are unemployable officially. He has his own studio. Yeah. Like, He's Egyptian. He's cute. You know. He... <laughs> well, it's welcome. It's just weird when you're like, uh, like you're like trying to like date a white girl, and then she sees like your story, just like you in a like a Karen wig <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next to a big black guy and like a fake ISIS video, and it just says white slavery. Like, yeah. and, and she's it's not like, about you. <laughs> you're dating the wrong women. Yeah, yeah, right. All all white women are just like, am I dating a hotep? What's happening? <laughs> What are your feelings well, on Farrakhan? Open for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kasim, I wanted to ask, like, you, you're still doing uh, social work, right? You still have like a regular gig as a social worker. Yes, I do. I know you hate and talking I'm about yourself, very... No, no, no. I love it now. <laughs> you love talking about yourself. You started a podcast, and now you love talking about yourself. That's how it works. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's every week it's a one-man sh show you know what i mean like it's yeah is it but no, so I, is it different now like with COVID, or like do you still like, go to people's houses and stuff oh no 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 i was smart i was smart what i did is i moved to a hotel on sixth and marker oh Market. yeah and so I, i'm there with this like gay latino <laughs> dude and like this really nice jay don Oh wait, you know what? It's the echo that's killing me. I don't hear oh. Uh like, oh, you hear yourself echoing? Yeah. Okay. I I mean I don't know how to fix it. Oh, okay. I don't I don't hear that. You sound I'm good to me. Yeah. All right, fine, fine. I'm good with it. Because yeah. when I switched over to this position ah, see, I'm hearing <laughs> some crazy shit. Okay, so when I switched over to this position, uh -huh. they put me in this little hotel with all these homeless people, and I thought, okay, I gotta keep it cute i can't talk about comedy i but then i had this cool black boss he looked you know he gets look like a like like gets like a he, he had one of them old black names like ebenezer you know what i mean or something mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. you know or, and he googled me and he was cool with me so then i get started saying whatever i want and then my boss my big boss is this big big gay white bear i think he wants to fuck me <laughs> no i'm good and i'm in the union like, i'm saying whatever oh, the fuck i want to say yeah. Can you still hear us without the headphones? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can, cool. I can, oh hell I can yeah! Hear from here, I'm like a rapper in the studio. Like, turn me up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's good. I mean, I'm like, glad you're your coworkers knowing about your comedy could either you want to fall into that like happy medium space where they're they're cool with it, but they don't want to, you know, suggest bits for you all the time and shit. Like, or or come to any shows. I'm like Steve Harvey in the Steve Harvey show. Like they know I'm washed up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess kicker. I don't even. I'm not even funny at the job. Most of the women think I'm gay there because I wear khakis and nice boots. <laughs> 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 and the guys think I'm a sellout because I smile 
and I smell like fancy cologne. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 in the sweet spot. Nice. Well, very so, good. But you, what, you just, I, so yeah. you just stay in that building? You're not going out to like make uh, house calls or what? Nah, it's all in-house. It's a, it's 50 residents, and it's a mixture of old prostitutes and Vietnam vets and Gulf War victims and white people <laughs> who can't call their families no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. And they, and all they, all got, and they don't want to come down because they're all afraid of people got COVID. All they come down are for gift cards, their weekly, their their daily meals, mm. and like if their prostitute can't be allowed upstairs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then they like, hey man, yeah, they 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 gotta work with me, and I guess have the black white guy voice like, well, did you read the lease? I mean, <laughs> no, it's and then they like, get out no shit. It's a Chinese guy that's like five two, you know, get out no shit. <laughs> so. This feels like uh, I feel like this has sitcom potential. You know, you uh, you're just like the yeah. super of this. Uh, well, not the super, but you know, like the you're like the house parent. It's, yeah, I'm no, the house it's Negro. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more I along am, the lines of like uh, the PJs for a new pilot. Oh Will man! Will sitcom have like the selfie videos of you outside the tenants' doors while they're fucking too loud? Is <laughs> <laughs> this called like homeless-ish? Homeless. Oh. I will say though, I will say this though, because I have a because my other job, you know, resident manager of a building, is like homeless sex and like regular people nine to five sex way different. Oh, how like, so? Homeless sex, it is. Passion, all passion. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like it's like it's you know why? Because they're so dirty. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. two pig pens fucking. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a ball of dirt and disease. Well, you know, <laughs> us in our bourgeois lives, we care about like things that you can own and and buy and and collect. And you know, yeah. almost people they're above that, dude. They just they care. They only care they about. Collect? They, okay, all right. The ones on they my do. Block. They collect. Yeah, they collect excuses, <laughs> checks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying change. <laughs> Animals. You know what I mean? Has nightmares. It, sure. Has it changed down there? Like Six and Market is pretty uh, intense yeah, down that's, there. Yeah, that's crazy. Still, time, I live right by there. I live like a block away from the setup. If you yeah. know where that is. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For people yeah. who don't know, like I used to take my dog down there for like dog training classes, and one time. This lady like uh, started throwing. She threw chicken. She was like throwing chicken breasts at me, which was good for my dog. But I think she put like a hex on me while I was down there. Like, and that's kind of seems like a regular like occurrence down there. Well, like what? Uh, what do you mean? Like, how did she put a hex on you? Well, she was cursing me and throwing chicken wings at me as if she was, you know, like, that is kind of kind of like throwing yeah. holy water like at a at a yeah, demon. But it, it's that's some voodoo shit. Yeah. Was she I Haitian? Hate to tell you, she was actually working for Popeyes. It was two dollar two for Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, if it was Popeyes, I would not have let let them hit the ground. <laughs> it was guerrilla promotion. I like that. <laughs> Just hire anyone. She's like she's like the sign spinner. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chicken thrower, the, the sign spinner. Yeah. Wait, but, did you get hit with the chicken? No, it was. It, it, she was far enough away that she, I don't think she had quite good enough arm. Like she probably threw it out. Yeah. Earlier she wasn't like the Robert day. Redford in the Natural. No, no, no. She had two collapsed veins in each arm. There was no way that chicken was going anywhere. <laughs> but has we that- got a homeless guy on my block that me and my roommate called the Rooster because uh, <laughs> every other day at like five in the morning he'll get out on the street and just start blowing an air horn for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
that guy rules. That that, that dude you know, should, I would love to pay should be paid so by he, the city. You know when people go bah, 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 let me say <laughs> something. I like just have them be like my my band behind yeah. me when I say some hot shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's like it's like having a producer in real life, you know. You're just like, oh, don't mind him. He's my producer. Every time I spit hot fire, he just hits that reggae horn. Has that area has that area changed at all? It was pretty. Yeah, is it chill now? Is it? No, it's not. No. Every night I get home, I have to very politely ask people to stop smoking crack in front of my building's <laughs> entrance. And for what it's worth, they're usually like super plain, like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll just. I'll yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because I, I think a lot of people think like the tenderloin is super dangerous. And nah. it kind of is. But at the mm. same time, it's actually more of just like the hangout spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People. And like where to get drugs. It's like if you want to like die in the middle of the night, you go to Soma or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, uh, the, the tenderloin is is like wild, well, but it's not it's not dangerous. I would it's say like, that yeah, there are too many witnesses at all times. Yeah. You walk, yeah, through, the, you walk through the tenderloin and you feel uh, afraid for society, but you walk through right. Soma when you want to actually feel afraid for your own safety, I would say. Right. Yeah. The and, tenderloin and, is a weird place because um, it. It's always been, you know, homeless, great America. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like America, great America, what it used to be. You know what I mean? Or like the worst. But now you've got all this influx of uh, foreigners staying in hostels around there. Yeah. yeah it's, all becoming, it's always becoming increasingly gentrified. But mm. it is weird when crime happens. It, it's like a pressure cooker. Like I saw something that, because when I go to work in the morning, like I always get like the hood CNN kind of news. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like Don Lemonade comes out. You know what I mean? But it's like you know, it's like a light skinned woman that's transitioning into a man. You know, <laughs> Don Purple stuff. Don Tampico. She actually just carries around a a a uh, a pitcher full of her own pee. That's why they call her Don Lemonade. <laughs> Swishing around like a wine small yeah. yeah. It's like mm, I taste notes of crack. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you know, dog, mm. I saw some shit a couple weeks ago. Fucked me up. Like it was some Joey Greco cheaters kind of shit going on. Uh-huh. The 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 woman, or I mean her. I mean I'm not, I'm not gonna just use her name. That bitch, right? Mm. She gets like <laughs> and burnt this dude's truck to a crisp. Damn. It looked like Flavor Flav's earlobe. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy <laughs> shit, right? And the dude was cheating with another... With, um, first of all, these weren't crackheads. These were like hot hood people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because hot... You know, you get it. Like hot hood people, everybody wants to fuck them. You know what I mean? You yeah. might lose your wallet or some shit. But yeah. like... So he was fucking with some other girl in the SRO. The mm-hmm. other girl in another SRO was like Melrose Place. You know what I mean? Some <laughs> shit. It was a homeless Melrose Place. She burnt his. Remember those Cadillac trucks? Yeah, like an Escalade with like the where that doesn't have the back. It's just kind of like a bed instead of yeah, it looked a, like a penny car. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. She burnt that shit to a crisp. And here's the cold part. This dude told me something I couldn't even understand. He said people were roasting hot dogs on the Damn. car. I was like, that was a, and then he was the thing about the crazy part of the story. I love hood pride. That one dude was like, you know what? Hey man, I'll say this much about dude. That was his favorite truck, but that nigga didn't cry blood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga didn't cry blood. I would have been, he didn't, he didn't knock the bitch out. 
He didn't cry. He just took it. You know. What I mean? and, I, and I nodded like, you know what? That is that is commendable. Yeah. That's it. so insane. That's like the first. I think that that's the first time I would ever side with a Karen who's like calling the cops would be if everyone is like Karen calling the cops on a barbecue if if it is just someone's burnt out Escalade and everyone's making hot dogs I'd be like someone's got to inform the police I understand this personally it'd be funny if she still got canceled over it though (laughs) no she would she would still get canceled and and i again and i wouldn't even come out publicly but inside i'd be like well someone's got to keep law and order there's a sidebar (laughs) did you did you see that video of the woman in the hotel this weekend that tried this uh tried to take that 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 14 year old's iphone and and her his father was is like a, a is a famous trumpet player or some shit so wait, what was the story? I yeah. didn't see that one. What happened? Yeah, I missed it. Oh, it was, okay. Yeah. So you know, like with Karen, Karen news, you start thinking like, okay, it's gonna die down. It has died down some, but it gets pop. It's like herpes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like it just comes right back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this chick, real. I mean, you gotta watch the wiry ones, those Kristen Wig looking ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh-huh. She was hopped up on Karenism and Caucasity, right? This father, mm-hmm. like a really just official middle class values black guy. I don't think he had a mustache, all that kind of shit, right? <laughs> well, you told he me his son you, 14 years old. You told me never to trust a clean shaven black man. That's what you said. Oh, though, that's still real. <laughs> though, they, I haven't heard this but no, Marad, but you're Egyptian. Like, you're, I still see you black, but I know that you want to have a career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But don't trust a black guy with no mustache, but definitely don't trust a black guy with a thick mustache in a box fro. Uh-huh. Like he gets that means he gets he works for them people. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. Cause it's all too, right. it's too, yes, yeah, it's, it's too square. It's too conservative. It's Are like you talking about like specifically like both kid and play? Don't trust him? I would trust play before a kid. <laughs> so know? wait, is the box? We had fro- to talk about it. I mean, we talk about it at the black meetings. That's why they broke up. Oh, that makes sense. Because play sense. was working for the FBI. Yeah, yeah, he was a Fed the whole time. Play was yeah. an op. <laughs> they broke up Salt and Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> they did COINTELPRO Pro on, on all. That's what on, <laughs> New Jack Swing was all just COINTELPRO. Pro. That's, <laughs> that's so you know what? No, Man, that was like the black the version of that. With that. Yeah. It was the version of that. Like when Matt he, came in to get like a MC Surge high top, uh-huh. and was like, you know, uh, New Jack Swing, <laughs> it's killing the black, killed the black community. It's killing the black community. One dude, we like. <laughs> so all right, so the video, there's a that guy with a there's a square there's a, afro. Uh huh. And he's the dad of the 14-year-old kid who's getting his iPhone taken away. And then what uh, happened? It, it's just a white woman. Uh, actually, I don't even know if she was white. Uh, but it was a woman is she basically just accusing this 14-year-old kid of, like, you have my iPhone. And uh, and then, like, the, the fucking hotel gets involved. And they're like, well, uh, she just wants to check if it's hers. And they're like, no, you can't check my 14-year-old son's iPhone. This is our iPhone. And it was like one of those things where, like, listen, I'm trying to mediate this. Now, either 
you know, answer this, this, uh, basically it was very much, uh, guilty until proven innocent. And, uh, and the, uh, hotel, uh, like the person in the lobby was trying to act like I'm a mediator. I'm just saying that I believe her and not you. <laughs> and, uh, and they never showed the phone. Uh, and then it ended up, of course, that she left it in a fucking Uber, which makes me think that she was a white lady, <laughs> you know, like that to me. That just sounds right to me. But I mean, why can't you just show her the lock screen? But you know what's crazy about the video? <laughs> it was how tenacious the woman was in the speed. It was, she, dude, she, it was like a zombie. It was like a, 28 Karens later. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like, they, they try to push her away. She gets up. And she just kept running and coming yeah, back. Yeah, no, she was she running. Yeah. Yeah, she was running at them, like just swiping and and whatnot. And and the father uh, is like way bigger than she is, so she just keeps being pushed over. Um, and uh, and it's 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 really funny, uh, mostly because you know don't get between a white woman and her phone like uh, you know that's just uh, even if it's even if it's not her phone like white women will uh, you know they will they, like. They will live their entire life with being canceled if they can, you know, just see an, another person's phone to make sure it's not theirs. They are, uh, they are tenacious. Uh, yeah, well, they're like zombies. You know, women be shopping online on their that phones. Wi- is what women I, women yeah. be shopping. Yeah, that's, that's so true, I, dude. That's, that's an old black comedian doing like Zoom gigs now. Online. Oh, yeah! I heard that guy but, in uh, in Nashville. He, he wasn't actually trying to blow anything up. It's just that he he left his suicide note on a Samsung Galaxy Note Seven. Oh, <laughs> we've got there a great go. show tonight, kids. <laughs> All right, uh, got Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> uh, black de- people blow up uh, suicide uh, bomb buildings like like this. <laughs> But white people suicide bomb buildings uh, like this. Like, oh, 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 hello. Oh, hi, 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 it's me. I, I, I'm just going to suicide a building. But like black people do it like, yeah, bitch, what I'm about to suicide that shit. Anyways, follow me on Parlor. <laughs> oh, oh, goodbye, crew world. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. But now that we're just talking about how criminals need to start Patreons now. Yeah, <laughs> straight up, straight like, up. You Everyone support, does. like a Robin Hood on Patreon. Somebody who just robs <laughs> rich people. You pay them like five bucks a month. I mean, was like it ten bucks? Isn't that how it works already? Like, isn't doesn't like Al Qaeda basically like function on the Patreon model? Yeah, right. Every every country uh, pays like a. They're just you on know, Twitch taking donations. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> It's just Iran does like super chats, uh, and uh, that's the way they funnel money to Hezbollah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I like the idea of like the, the, the so Hezbollah Twitch channel. Yeah, yeah. Like ISIS podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, follow us on Patreon. I feel like that exists, doesn't it? We got videos. Oh, week. for sure. There's definitely Beheading Sundays. <laughs> Uh, every uh, Tuesday we do beheadings. Every Wednesday, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> follow, us on, follow us on Twitch. 
What do you think about the new Wonder Woman? <laughs> uh, I mean, besides the fact that uh, she is not covering her, her face. <laughs> Today we talk about the movie we with famous Jew Wonder superhero. <laughs> she is Israeli imperialist scum, but uh, also the story was bad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What do you do? So, what, what was that, Matt? Stomp, oh, that was. Uh, stomp, that, we need to stomp out these imperious. Like stomp.com. <laughs> <laughs> promo, <laughs> promo code. Promo <laughs> code. I put the jihad you know, on you. Promo code <laughs> you know, this pandemic has been hard on everyone. We are stuck inside house. Uh, and sometimes you cannot find good beard dye. Uh, in from <laughs> professional salon, so <laughs> anyway, guys, smash that like button. Yeah. I went Russian, <laughs> I think I was doing Russian too. But I was I doing Israeli it. the whole time. The point is, is that if we get canceled, it will be unfair. Oh, but you know what? Speaking of accents, <laughs> see, that's a good, perfect segue. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, we got news. Do you guys keep up with the um, Alec, Bald Alec Baldwin's wife news? I'm completely, I have no idea. I know a little bit. So I'm not familiar. I yeah. read about it today. So apparently like she's been, her she name is all or something. Her name is kind of Ilaria Baldwin, or that's what she's been going by. And yeah. uh, like all of her bio and everything like her, I think she does like cookbooks and yoga. She's some sort of influencing influencer type. And this is, by the way, this is Alec Baldwin's wife. Yeah, right? no, they have five children. Yeah, which is insane because like when I saw it, I was like, uh, this must be some Baldwin daughter that I don't know about. And then it was like, oh no, that is, uh, this is his wife. He like met her when she was 12 and uh, just <laughs> impregnated the shit out of her real fast. Cause she looks young as shit. No, she's 37 <laughs> or 36 or something like that. I, yeah. She's young as shit. She's I half mean, his age. Something ugh. like that. She, and, uh, but this is, his, this has to be a new wife because I remember him being married. No, he dated for a, a long time yeah no kim basinger, the, uh, she, kim this, basinger yeah this one's fairly new i think this one's only like uh I, I think they got married in like 2012 or 2013 somewhere around there yeah um, but basically uh like someone put a twitter thread out about how uh she's not actually spanish like her her entire like public facing shtick has been uh that she was born in spain and right um and like moved here for college or something like that and uh -huh. and um and it turns out like she's not she was not born in spain she was born in massachusetts uh and her like her actual name is hillary wordsworth or sorry hillary hayward thomas like with uh -huh. a hyphen and everything like not hayward like the city hayward but hayward like wordsworth where it's just h or W-O-R-D, which I feel like is 10 times waspier somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the waspiest. Man, and, Trump needs to come up with like a nickname for her stat. Because right? <laughs> like impersonating him. This is an entire time and he can pull out something like Pocahontas for Elizabeth Warren. I want to see what his work with the Alec Baldwin wife would be. <laughs> yeah. And like so, uh, and so she's been doing like this accent uh, publicly for years. And this person has put together like all these videos where like sometimes she has an accent and sometimes she doesn't. And then uh, like people that knew her in the thread are jumping in, being like, "Oh yeah, that's my second cousin. Uh, her name's 
Hillary, she went to like the Weston School in, in Massachusetts, in Massachusetts, and uh, yeah, she's always been from here. And her dad's from Scarsdale. And, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that uh, her parents retired to spain in like 2011 and uh what that's how she's claiming it and they've they've traveled to like spain a lot like she her story keeps changing like she uh originally on her official bio she was born in mallorca and uh and then she copped to not being born in mallorca and was actually born uh you know while her mom was going to medical school in boston and uh oh and, my god and meanwhile they have uh five kids all with spanish names <laughs> and, and we're talking it's between the both of them or from a previous marriage no all their two kids what and so but okay but does that mean when you say spanish you mean from spain Yes, that's the best part. Is that she just uh, like she's she just been, really likes Spain. She's, she's <laughs> been impersonating another type of white person yeah. this whole time. <laughs> she, this is like so many dollars deep because it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, at this point I'm just like all right, I guess like 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 there's almost no harm in pretending something cooler, right? Yeah, right. I mean, if she was like pretending she was South American, like Venezuelan or some shit, then then at least I have like a starting point for like like having some sort of political critique on it. But like pretending to be from Spain is just like that is so fucking weird. It's just spicier French people. Yeah, yeah. it's just spicier French. No, it's a years <laughs> it's a years long grift. To convince people that she's like a slightly more interesting version of white. Yeah. I mean, not even more interesting. It's just like, it's uh, just Euro trash. I mean, like, what, like that's a long way to go well, to I, be fun. I have a <laughs> bit amazing. of her fake accent. This was on uh, Good oh, Morning please. America. Yes. How's married life? Married life is really nice. You know, oh, it feels God. different. It really feels different. But I didn't think it was going to be different, but it feels quite different. What's so. the thing that surprised you the most? Um, I think just the fact that it feels different. You know, I, we, we like to say husband and wife a lot. Yeah. Um, I come husband. So uh, that was, uh, that's her Spanish accent. Um, I mean, that was is, like, uh, like that was like the LaCroix of accents. Like, yeah, it really was. Like, <laughs> Um, she's, there's also what? another clip of her on the Today Show where she's doing a cooking segment and she says, uh, and how do you say that? And they're like, cucumber. And uh, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so now, and then uh, in another, here's another video where uh, she's responding to the haters and uh, magically doesn't have an accent anymore. Yeah, no, I saw that one. I have recorded this like 20 different times in many different places saying many different things. And I think the reason that I'm stressing about it so much is that I'm so passionate about what I'm going to tell you. It's Waxlane. Have you ever seen my big fat Greek wedding? You know how the father is like obsessed with Windex. This is my Windex, except it's like. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's promoting a waxing product of some kind. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be her talking about, uh, being from Spain. Yeah. Uh, that's some, it's a very long thread. Um, <laughs> someone someone wrote a review uh of her podcast which is really funny and uh and the review says hillary one star hillary needs to stop interrupting 
I know Hillary Hayward Thomas from the Cambridge School of Weston, Massachusetts. She didn't have an accent then and didn't change her name to Hilaria because she's not Spanish. So please stop using an accent in this podcast and interrupting your guests. <laughs> I mean, that's mostly what people say about our podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, there's You know, of- they're just like, Matt, stop interrupting the guests. Uh, and uh, and also for the last time, uh, you are not black. So stop doing that accent. <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? Hey, it is what it is, homie. <laughs> it is what it is. I do a very good black accent, as you could tell. It was, it's great. I, I Kasim, it is what it is. How about that? If this was 1992, uh-huh. bro. I know. You're in there. You're I would like, be fucking. I'd be huge on Showtime at the Apollo. It's kind of like when you have to boot up your phone. You have the old operating system. <laughs> You have like Negro's 10. <laughs> <laughs> it takes five oh, hours for you to get to the new kind of black. <laughs> I don't have all the night. I don't have the hardware to to like get <laughs> the update. To the Apple store. <laughs> see some black guy. Like, oh, wait, yeah. here's the thing I want to say about this. Uh, while you uh, whites, mm-hmm. uh, Vince. Yes. Uh, right there, uh, you guys are shitting on this queen. uh, i gotta say as the uh the dominant poc here Mm -hmm. in terms of melanin wise uh it'd be funny if mariah had a black dick (laughs) (laughs) just dark weird (laughs) like a burnt match (laughs) here's the thing i would say here's the thing i respect her for this Mm. because White people, black people, we all want to be a higher form or more or something more authentic to what we are. Yeah. Like, she's basically like when you order avocado toast and you put chili flakes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives it gives it a whole other like little like yeah. little kick on it, little kick. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. Sport. Yeah. No, she's like if she's like Hillary putting hot sauce in her purse as a if that was a person like that's uh yeah yeah. No, that's wrong. No, 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 no. I'm saying this, like avocado toast is very white. It's a gentrified sandwich. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Chili flakes are not necessarily Latino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, so it's there, but it it adds to the avocado sandwich, which is the big part of it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Putting tapatio on your avocado sandwich turns that into a taco. Yeah, sure. And she didn't go that far. She went ambiguous. She was like, she went hard on ambiguous though. Yeah, yeah. She really went hard on just a a, H O A R D hoard. (laughs) She went hard on it. So and and, blue chew, cause but but it's hard. I, I have trouble um totally respecting it. Like like I listen to that and I go like. I, I don't know. I, I'm like, at least Rachel Dolezal went for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she went all out. Well, to she me, was, put the Mission Impossible mask on. No, yeah, yeah, straight, yeah, yeah. Yeah, straight up. Well, to me. Tom Cruise yelling, trying not to act homosexual. But to me, the funniest part about this is that she's married to Alec Baldwin. And like, there's no more perfect celebrity for this to have happened to because you mm-hmm. could just completely imagine 
him being the type of guy like he has this much younger second wife you know that he doesn't really pay attention to what she's been saying all these oh, years yeah. like she's, she hasn't he hasn't heard her speak in years no she's like, been telling these stories that are full of holes like the entire time that they've been together and he just hasn't noticed because he doesn't really pay attention to what she's saying or, or is yeah. that invested in what she does and now he has five kids with her uh named carmen gabriela rafael tomas leonardo angel david <laughs> romeo alejandro and eduardo paul lucas and uh and and he's just Even, like spanish people are like chill out okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like damn throw a david in there <laughs> yeah. uh, well there is but i'm pretty sure it's david oh yeah 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 <laughs> um they also another little nugget from because she does a lot of like bullshit fluffy interviews where they ask about this stuff because that's kind of her life um mm -hmm. this is from one of them uh alec and i have a spanish phrase engraved on our wedding ring somos un buen equipo, which means we are a good team. Uh, and she also, uh, you know, of course, she's raising her children uh, to be bilingual because uh, her her babysitter and recipe developer, Melissa, uh, is, is, speaks, is teaching her children. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, her where, babysitter that, slash wrestling. Be, yeah, there's, there's a part two. Recipe. Story. Recipe. Yeah. Sorry. This, this is, is turning into the movie Big Eyes. <laughs> This is a recipe developer uh, and a babysitter. So, like, does that mean this? Does that mean that she does cookbooks? It may. It means she makes six figures. I would guess. Oh, I would fucking hope so, dude. Jesus Christ. So now, like, Alec Baldwin's been ignoring this for probably a decade, and someone on Twitter has just blown up her whole spot, and uh, of course. He's just fucking livid at social media now and uh, is probably going to become like he's going to fucking make people join parlor because uh, yeah. he can't handle this kind of. Uh, we're going to get a fucking op ed about cancel culture. It's going to be fucking awful. Everything about <laughs> this is going to suck in a day because right now it's hilarious. Right now it's it's hilarious. In fact, uh -huh. it's like like the shit is so fucking stupid. Everyone can make fun of it and we can all move on, but they're not going to let us forget it. Fucking Brett Stevens is going to write a fucking uh, New York Times op ed about how like, you know, people shouldn't be get, getting canceled for pretending to be other races i do that all the time like it's gonna well, be we're like splitting hairs about how much like rachel dolezal is she because you know spanish people aren't like of color and blah 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 and it's like can we just uh, fucking laugh that her name is hillary and now she goes by hilaria and has five yeah, yeah. kids <laughs> it's literally like some kind of telemundo uh, new new app or something you know what i mean like peacock or I, I just like how you see like this new slew of transracial people that have made like that have retroactively made Dolezal like the most PC. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like at least she did the volunteer work and the activism. And the Wait, oh, yeah, I have an idea. She was groundbreaking. You know, you know, like how Ocean's Eight was just like this amalgamation of like, uh, you know, I guess all these rob lady bank robbers. Yo, we take, we make this like racist eight. <laughs> Wasn't that girl? Wasn't there some girl in college that was being all transracial that we talked about on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Um, the girl in, in New York. She was a, almost a yes. senior professor. Yes, she was Italian and she was acting like she was a Latina, Afro Latina, Ethiopian, <laughs> all this other shit. <laughs> Just Rachel Dole Lasagna. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, this is what this is what Matt's here for. Yeah. You know what I'm well. Uh, uh, you, 
No, and then you got fucking uh, you got uh, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Warren. I mean, pretending to be fucking indigenous for like the first half of her career. Uh, you got Rachel Dolezal, classic. You got Hilaria. Like we're getting like a a fucking uh, yeah. This is like a an Ocean's Eight of people who are pretending to be other races. And Ocean's. and 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 I keep hearing about more and more. There's like um uh a uh, a female comedy writer uh comic that I know who is being really cagey. Apparently, there's a uh uh another female television writer who Marlena? is pretending to be latina um and she won't say who it is but but she like she like vague posts about it all the time and every time she does i I read that tweet today from from marlena yeah marlena yeah yeah so marlena won't yeah marlena will not give the name which like i I, like and and it it drives me crazy because i'm like god damn it i want to know so bad because she's building a real writer so she's hoping to pitch it to a network yeah Yeah, she's trying to sell it she's building buzz so it could go as viral as ilaria did over uh the weekend so what i was saying was that uh i i'm just fascinated by the types of people who would pretend to be another race when you can just um i mean you can pretend to be anything else i mean people make up so many different stories about their own lives like there's a lot of lies that you can live but something that is like very obviously disproven is is very (laughs) is very funny to me all you have to dude all you can't we just go back to everybody being an entrepreneur yeah right what happened to that (laughs) all you have to do is uh is is if make up up, trauma no yeah exactly if you grew up rich you just be like oh yeah i have depression and i'm ocd and then you're kazzy david and you can write a memoir that's like the normal white people shit to do to to be special make up trauma make up a personality disorder defend psychopaths on the internet because it's it's ableist you know i see bitcoin (laughs) shut the fuck up yeah (laughs) like it's just like like if you want to 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 be interesting there's a, a a million lies you could tell but just being like hey what What's up? I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, and like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like me bumblecod mom trying to make me go to bed. <laughs> My dad is acting like a real body boy, huh? <laughs> believe me, please believe me. Um, it's just so so fucking weird. I'm sorry, but I'm still. Oh. I I need to read a few more of the comments on this thread of people that knew her because I enjoy okay. them a lot. Uh, Do it. Hil- Hillary attended Cambridge School of Weston in Massachusetts, along with her older brother, Jeremy. She also attended Boston University. No one in her family has a Spanish accent, and Hillary did not have an accent until she met Alec. Her parents are very well known in the Boston community. It is shocking to me that she or her agency has the power to cover this all up. How can they possibly <laughs> delete videos and comments from the internet? Also, why are news rags like Daily Mail or the New York Post or even Extra TV not picking this up? I know she's that's D-list. what makes me think Alec Baldwin is in on it. He's like, no, yeah, like you gotta have this accent. We need to add to my clout. Yeah, I feel like uh, we- uh, th- uh, come on, you. But like, part of me is like, they're trying to do like a Bernie blackout, but for for Hilaria, you know what I mean? Where they're just like, no, nah, it's a Baldwin blackout. He got all the news media together, and he said, uh, don't don't report on this this story. Like, I think half of it is just people are going like, uh, you know. It's uh, it's not that bad. Like the well, accent exposing someone requires work, and no one who's doing yes. a fucking fluff piece 
uh, on Alec Baldwin's wife's like latest cookbook is doing like any gotcha journalism because like right, at that they're point not, they have like, no power. They're like, I don't want to do this story at all. Like obviously, like I'm gonna get through this as fast as possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and they have no power to do it. Like they would get their ass fucking fired. Like fucking Alec Baldwin is way more powerful than you know someone that fucking you know Teen Vogue who just wants to do a, a piece about how uh, Hilaria has, has like you know revolutionized the babysitter industry by also making them you know uh, recipe goons <laughs> or whatever. Like, do you, do you I think want, it was recipe goon? Oh yeah, no recipe developer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. recipe goon. Do you want to hear any of uh, Alec? Alec Baldwin's uh, eight-minute uh, angry response video. Yes, of yes. course I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, there's Play a lot it. of dramatic pauses. I'm actually playing it. Hope you had a nice holiday. <laughs> My family and I had a nice holiday. <laughs> My kids are lucky because they have each other. They don't get to have <laughs> their friends or go to school because of what's going on. But they they have each other, and I think they're lucky in that regard. I want to say Why is he that, doing the uh, Taken voice? <laughs> 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 There's something about actors. They really understand the value of like negative space. It's the same thing Tom oh, Cruise yes. did during that rant yes. where he would just yeah. pause for 30 seconds at a time. Yeah. It's because they 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 live their lives knowing people hang on their every fucking word. And they're like, oh, I'm going to fucking stretch this out. I'm going to use the space. Yeah. Alec Baldwin really started turning to this guy when he had political aspirations you know what I mean? And his podcast started blowing up. He really started like, it's like, it's like I'm learning about my voice with podcasting. So I'm trying to like see it as an instrument. Yeah. Right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Use your so voice. Alec Baldwin is dealing with that. And also a wife who probably thought he was Andy Garcia when they met. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, I don't know. He deserves it. He, de- you know, he deserves this because remember a couple years ago, he was calling his daughter fat and a piece of shit. Yeah. 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 Didn't he like call her like a comes back on you? It was rude little pig. Yeah. Yeah. You're a rude little piglet. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to stick a fork in you like a pig and eat your pussy out or something weird like <laughs> <Wow>. that. <laughs> I may have added a bit. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny that like, you know, he, he is political and sometimes he says things that you agree with, but like, his chief persona has always been asshole rich guy, and that's been yes, that way 100%. for like at least twenty years. Yeah, Wait. yeah, yeah. That's why he worked on Thirty Rock. Like on Thirty <laughs> Rock, I was like, yeah, I, I see Alec Baldwin as a version of this character, except for uh, you know, with the way more mean in real life. Yeah, it, I feel bad because this would not happen if Corona was happening. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. You know, because he's just Alec Baldwin. I guess imagine him. Just, you know, still trying to get work, you know, just going around, waiting to see what Tina Fey comes up with. Yeah. And now he's got his wife running around. He's, and I, I well, here's a, no, here's a, here's a sidebar. I wonder if they, if he plays into it, does he speak Spanish to her? Does he oh, like, I enact scenes, but in Spanish, like, you know, cafecitos for closers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever he does, he's got Spanish on his engagement ring and five kids with Spanish names. So those are his kids, all five. Yes. Dude, that, yeah, he's he's Catholic. That bald and sperm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They got the strong sperm, dude. That's like Mexican. It's like he's got Mexican like sperm. <laughs> yeah, it's a Catholic sperm. It's something about the the, the Holy Ghost is all up in every little sperm. Have like a nice head of hair. Yeah, I, was yeah. Say, I feel like all Baldwin sperm is like salt and pepper color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Billy Baldwin's is all fat. He's like, but it's still a knife. Well, each each sperm is like actually the Trinity. So there's a you know they're like little shamrock <laughs> sperms. So for every one sperm that everybody else has, uh, Catholics yeah. have three. Yeah. You want you want to hear a little more of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have a Facebook page which was a placeholder to hold my name because people would appropriate your name, my name, anybody's name. If you were a public person, a well-known person, they would take your name and then they would sell it back to you. Remember with certain social media, I had to buy back my name, no, a, a domain for my website. Because they're giving you a number and they're taking, and they're taking away your name. Your name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My personal website, alecbaldwin.com, you know, whatever. And, uh, I have a Facebook page as a placeholder. I don't really interact too much with that. Hardly at all. This goes on for eight minutes. Just, just, just. But you know, here's the thing about it. I love hearing the trials and tribulations and the lives of rich white people. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. do too. It's it. fascinating. That's why I love HBO. You know what I'm saying? They always yeah. have a show where rich white people in sweaters are having problems. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh, no, I married a woman and it turns out she's not even from Spain. Yeah. Do you think that's like grounds for divorce? Like, can you get away with... Uh, oh, they're getting divorced. Like, you can get it annulled based on you got married under false <laughs> oh, pretenses. trust. Yeah. Trust. He's already called his divorce lawyer. Yeah. Like, I got another one for you. Yeah. I mean, I think we're, this we're, is technically rape because... Yeah, he sexual did, assault. He did not... He, he provided consent under false pretenses that... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. She was it's Spanish. me too, but it's T-U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me too. Am I... Am I the, me too. <laughs> the me too movement. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no! I think means no. <laughs> but sometimes it means yes. <laughs> it means C. Yes. Is um? Is he gonna start yelling at some point in this audio? No, I think he just ah, fuck it, He then. talks like a uh, <laughs> he talks like Liam Neeson on Xanax the whole time. Yeah, no, I mean, like, he's... There's another thing about actors who, like, write their own material. Like, fucking, it took you eight minutes to... You started off with, like, so I have a Facebook page because I don't want to be on Facebook, <laughs> but I don't want anyone else to fake my Facebook page. Anyways, leave my wife the fuck alone! Like, that yeah. is... You didn't need to I go that far Alec for Baldwin it. I gave a statement on Telemundo. <laughs> he started his press run. I uh, thank you, Eduardo, for having me on. Uh, and first, <laughs> can I say, I Dios mío. Uh, <laughs> Louis, not muy bueno. <laughs> uh, no muy me gusta la publicidad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mi esposa uh, no es de España. <laughs> Soy muy enojado. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, ay, ay. This ay. explains why her, why her tapas no, taste like the, shit. Mi pinche Facebook. <laughs> Señor Zuckerberg. No está bien. <laughs> he, he, he's like, he tries to be like Robert De Niro in a casino where he has his own talk show. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta overthrow. <laughs> so, oh, well, Vince. I'm made in America. <laughs> I'm oh gonna quit now, <laughs> Vince. Yes, uh, yes, Kasim, Matt, I'm here. Uh, Murad, um, I think I believe three out of the four of us have uh, watched the brand new 
Wonder Woman 1984. Is that correct? That's, yes. That's right. As now, a male feminist, I did watch it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I did watch it. And we, we have promised our listeners um, a, you know, a review. A full accounting of. A full accounting of the uh, almost three hours we spent of our lives watching this movie. Of Bored Dracula stars in the 80s clothes <laughs> and CGI hour. um yeah so vince um you're you're the film critic of this podcast tell me what'd you think about it um i you know what like i was reasonably entertained throughout it but it's also Uh just so vague about everything um that i found it hard to hold on to anything i mean the whole plot comes down to a magic stone that grants wishes Yep, and, yep. Um, they don't silly really... ass, silly ass fucking uh, premise for a superhero movie, which I kind of that... like. I'd ra- like, I'd rather have that than them having to close like a giant a portal. portal or something. Yeah, but, agreed. But agreed. It, it does feel like something that would be in uh, like the Brady Bunch vacation episode or something. Like they go to Hawaii and there's like a tiki <laughs> ghost or something. And yeah, right. And they they blow into a magic conch shell and <laughs> it gr- grants Jan three wishes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's very like the only the only '80s thing about it, other than like one scene of them trying on clothes, is the uh-huh. fact that the plot feels like a weekend at Bernie's ass plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah completely I, but i'll say this though as, as listening to you two well cis white male <laughs> uh talking about women in such a damaging way yeah it shows mm-hmm. how much you're so entrenched in the patriarchy <laughs> anyway the the stone I, I i'm surprised that you guys even saying this as two men have probably dated and have relations with women in la You've never dated a girl that's into crystals? Oh, 100%. Listen, I I understand and I I get the power of crystals uh, and the way that uh, crystals play heavily into uh, a lot of people's imaginations, sometimes women, sometimes men, sometimes, you know, people of uh, any of the genders. But uh, it it, it was, for me, I didn't care that much about like... I mean, the fact that they said it in 1984 means that they've they've uh cut out any possibility of them doing like social commentary or like jokes about people liking crystals because that's like a that's like a current thing but then they put the movie in 1984 before like the crystal trend so then it's just like a magic uh genie rock yeah i love that man online was shitting on the whole crystal thing the guys will believe in like fake sports leagues and shit yeah know? right yeah that's true we do have fantasy leagues that's yeah. that's good i mean i i've never been one yeah but like aaron Rodgers exists you know that's a very good point <laughs> you know what else doesn't? exists Marat quartz exists okay obsidian <laughs> exists um yeah i mean i i do feel like the um what I liked about this movie more than anything was, go- was and it, this was before I even saw it, was the discourse that was going to come yeah. out of it. Because well, I knew that not liking this movie was going to be a problem. What I didn't count on was how universally agreed upon it would be that like it's okay not to, to not like this movie. And that threw me for kind of a loop. Well, you know what it is, is like normally I'd see a movie like this and I'd watch it at like an advanced screening and I'd be there by myself and I'd be looking around at other people being like, do you guys see how stupid this is or not? And I wouldn't, yeah. you know, and they're probably all uh, afraid to bash it because it's very hard to keep a job 
uh, as a critic these days when you're mean to stuff. But now I can like watch it with normal people. Like I watched it with like my family and, uh-huh. uh, and, and then I can be like, Oh no, like that was pretty stupid. Right. Like I, we're, yeah, we're all yeah. watching the same movie. Right. Yeah. 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 And so That's now, a, I, yeah, it's a completely uh, it's, different experience now. And I like, I like that about you're it. Watching it with, with your family. Like if you're watching with a divorcee and your uncle has like <laughs> weird opinions about race and gender, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Your grandma's, yeah. you know, she was she was born before television. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a hard one to be with. Yeah, know? I mean, on one hand, like the bar was pretty low because you know you invite people over uh, to watch like the movie, and uh, it's like a social gathering. So like the the bar on entertainment, I feel like is a little lower. Like you do kind of want, right. kind of want something dumb and and fun, but uh, even with that low bar, we were all kind of like. That was pretty dumb, right? It's also that it was two. It was over two hours. Yeah, it's it's Dude, almost three a, hours long. Hard. Yeah, and and expecting expecting that kind of plot to carry for that long was just uh, well, it was just one of those things where it's like it always reminds me of that that thing you wrote, Vince, about movies being too long these days, and how much backlash you got for it by total fucking just chill piggies who were just, they were also mad at you for basically being like, Oh, so, so now movies have to conform to Vince Mancini. And you're (laughs) like, no dude, I just like, I have other shit to do. Well, it's (laughs) like, I I think a movie can be long, but I just want to feel like there was a reason for a movie being long. Right. And now movies are just long because, they have to be long, like for arbitrary. Uh, I swear reasons. there was there was a ten minute sequence where she's learning how to fly. Well, the crazy she, thing is, like this movie is almost three hours long, and somehow also doesn't explain anything. Like it, there was a bad yeah. guy, Pedro Pascal. Uh, he wants the stone and can draw pictures of the stone. We have no idea why he knows about the stone in the first yep. place. No um, idea. They got the stone from like the back of a jewelry store that's apparently like selling magical artifacts uh out of the back and that's never mentioned again like that was just that was just a weird store um yeah and then Uh, and then so she you know bored dracula wishes to have her boyfriend (laughs) back i love that you're calling gal gadot (laughs) bored dracula (laughs) Uh, that's exactly right so she wishes that her boyfriend who died 66 years ago and apparently she has not fucked uh anyone for the last 66 years and she also, I guess she just moves every mm-hmm. few years when people realize that she's not aging, but that's not, uh, again, that's completely glossed over in the plot. So she yeah. she uh, wishes for her World War One boyfriend back and he comes back and he takes over another guy's body. Yeah. I heard about this for like the whole movie <laughs> for, and then they just return him. Yeah. And we, yeah, ne- yeah. we never say where that guy went. Like, did he go to the sunken place? Was he happy? Yeah, did he right. have amnesia or what the fuck? Yeah. And did he lose his job. Like, where were you? Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. How much did this fuck up his life? And so then, when they when they realize that like the the wishing stone is bad and they have to undo their wishes, uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve Trevor, the guy who her World War One boyfriend is just like, yeah, you you got to kill me, Diana. Like, I need to go back. Like, being dead wasn't that bad. And my whole point was, it would have been interesting, like, if he came back and was just like, yeah, man death is terrible you don't want to go you, you don't want to go back <laughs> yeah. there like i'll do anything like he should have become yeah. the bad guy because he uh would do anything not to return to the sunken place including kill wonder woman 
Yeah, instead they have two bad guys in this movie. Neither of them are interesting in the slightest. <laughs> right. um, the first bad guy oh, is Pedro Pascal. Uh, Kristen who is Wiig like, was briefly interesting, I feel like. Oh, she was awful. I, I, I'm sorry, but like, like Kristen Wiig's character was, number one, um, this... Uh, the idea of oh i'm i'm sorry i'm just like a, a nervous funny girl <laughs> and then like her getting confidence and then her turning into a bad guy like is it's just like to me it's like did this come straight from like a hot girl's thought process where it's like <laughs> the problem with awkward girls is that they're all fucking evil haters like, i like that to- <laughs> though i like i like that plot device cuz i feel like that is true to life like if you give <laughs> If you give any like ugly awkward person uh power, it's going to go to their head immediately. Yeah, no okay, like true. A comedian. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Very, yeah, you're 100% true. Yeah, that's they're yeah, basically uh, stand up comedy. <laughs> yeah. I I agree. I agree. But um this, all, what, this whole movie could have been shot at UCB. You know? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, this but a the Dane problem that I, biopic. The 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 problem <laughs> I had with most of it uh with with uh the Kristen Wiig's character is that by the end, she finally wishes herself to be an apex predator. And you're really like going like, oh man, now she's going to be like full form superhero. And she comes back looking like a straight up fucking uh, like Mr. Mistopheles motherfucker. Like she is a cat now. She's a cheetah lady. <laughs> and it's the silliest thing I've seen. And, and, and fucking meanwhile... Wonder Woman is like, like put on all this armor straight from like the fucking Valkyries or whatever the fuck. She put that on in half a second and all of a sudden she shows up in it. And she shows up in it and the cheetah lady still like rips all of the fucking armor off and then it doesn't matter. Like it, all these things just, they come to nothing and don't matter. And, uh, and then the worst part is spoiler alert. Uh, finally Wonder Woman gets the upper hand by drowning no, uh, she electrocuted her. And no, for, but then she holds her underwater. Right. With electrical current going off. Okay. But, but, then, but they never explained that Wonder Woman is immune to electricity, which was somewhat confusing. Right. No, which is, but I don't even give a shit. I, I, can, I can believe that. But what they did is they basically only implied that she drowned Kristen Wiig to death. And then she pulls her out of the water and lands and puts her on the floor and she's still breathing and she's fine and i'm just like just make a decision either right, you can yeah. kill the motherfucker well, that wasn't not kill. for you that was for the chinese market <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right chinese incels are the older chinese men who've killed their daughters yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, get it. <laughs> this is so meta. This is so yeah. Come on. Five stars. Five stars. Uh, I well, want like, to uh the fact that I just want to say that is the white slavery podcast. <laughs> that is that is uh, the film drunk podcast does not endorse no. uh nor I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, so like the fact that they yada yada what Wonder Woman's powers actually were in the first movie like wasn't as big a deal. But then yeah. in this movie, like the, when the entire plot is her losing her powers, but we never knew what the powers were in the first place. Like it's kind of right. like, I don't know what she's impervious to. So I don't know what Neither about this action sequence uh, is dramatic or not. It's just when like, you well, don't know, I guess I'll wait till it ends and see what, see what happens. I'm not invested. Yeah. In yeah. It. I'm not sure what her weaknesses are. Uh, and then when she started flying, it was like one of those things where I was like, I don't know that she doesn't fly. Does she not fly? I, 
like I I was I, confused I by didn't, it. Yeah, I didn't know either. Also, they yeah. just they just like walked somewhere and suddenly they're in a jet, and I was like, wait a second, was the jet just? I mean, you don't have to explain everything, but throw me a, a little like bit of bone. You have never read the comic book or saw the TV show. Yeah, yeah, I, never, I know there was an invisible jet, but like, uh, yeah, I know of the invisible jet, but uh, like, what I don't know is like, can she fly? And like, I'm and okay I, with I, her I also using. Didn't realize that she got the invisible jet by just like breaking a lock off a door, and then she walked into a hangar, and then there was a jet there. I did it. think it was a very specifically made jet by, like, the Amazonian women or whatever. Like, I didn't think it was just, like, any jet can be made invisible. It was... And that's the thing. Because I'm not that familiar with uh, the, you know, Wonder Woman nor lore... Nor should you be. Nor should I be. But um, to me, what was, uh, again another sign of this movie kind of like having uh no stakes because you don't know how the world works uh is apparently you can undo uh the harm done to yourself by making a wish by just saying i renounce my wish which i didn't <laughs> know like i remember she walks away from her fucking boyfriend after like realizing that like she needs her wait, powers wait, back wait. so she's we glossed over yeah, haven't you ever have you ever canceled a trial membership the day before you get charged? <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> yeah have to, you have to do it in writing usually, right? Yeah, and 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 it takes multiple something? fucking calls. Can we also talk about like? Uh, yeah, we're glossing over Pedro Pascal, who is a bad guy. Who, when presented with the wishing stone, his yes. wish is that he can be the wishing stone. Yes, which is an weird like that's a i mean usually the thing is they wish for more wishes or something and then like you're right not right to, I ne- to me it never occurred to the- me that one would uh you know see a magic genie's lamp and wish to be the magic the lamp. lamp well no it's worse it's he didn't wish to be the genie he wished to be the lamp like yeah. like th- that to me was the weirdest part because number one that's how fucking jafar dies in aladdin he he idiotically wishes to be the genie and then he gets sucked into the bottle and it's like psych bitch but like <laughs> to be like i wish to be the stone and then not immediately turn into a rock was yeah, kind of like yeah. oh now i don't know how how he's gonna get defeated uh which maybe was a good thing isn't there like a thing online about it being uh like pro-zionist or some shit because oh yeah the- let me tell you all about it because this is my favorite <laughs> shit all right that kind of like i didn't see like i thought it was so vague that it wasn't political in any way but uh I, okay so oh, i don't about to rev up yeah like well, when michael okay. jordan used to like guys be up by 10 and in the fourth quarter he's, <laughs> he's like well, let me let me tell you about israel yeah let, <laughs> let's talk about he's israel up. For a <laughs> so so uh i don't think it up <laughs> i don't think the movie is in uh like there are like a lot of leftists online who are like specific like this is imperialist propaganda and i'm like i don't think it's that i don't think it's that smart i think yeah. it's a stupid ass movie to me it's like classic americana so it's like like the imperialism is like built in like just right. a- american action movie imperialism it to me is like it's it, it's not uh on purpose it's like cultural it's just there but I will say that there's some some shit that is fucking stupid. Like they go to uh, uh, Pedro Pascal goes to like an Arab country. Um, I think he goes to Egypt or yeah, something. It's Egypt. Yeah, and and the Egyptian is like, I want our ancestral lands back, um, and uh, that's that's like what he hopes for, and so or what he wishes for, and then it, uh, that happens, and he's like, I want to control all of my my ancestral he, land. He wanted a, a, a dynasty. He wanted to restore the the dynasty. Sure, 
But which they never said all, what that was, but they said the dynasty, yeah. And then all Wait, these the walls. Guy wanted his ancestral lands. I'm pretty what? sure the Nubians are the ones that built the pyramids. So I don't right. think he's back. <laughs> well, he said well, he wanted was... to restore his his family's dynasty and get their power back. And we're not really sure who he is or who he represents in this in all of this. Right. And and so like the idea could be that what what it was was like if you it, he's supposed to be analogous to uh, Palestinians wanting their land back and then all these walls get built up and it's supposed to be like, yeah, see, that's what, that, that's what happens. Palestinians, when you try to wish for shit, it backfires. <laughs> yeah. So just live in your plight, enjoy your apartheid state and <laughs> shut up. Like th there was a little oh, bit oh, of that. Like if you guys didn't have the power, you wouldn't be doing apartheid too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the wishing yeah, yeah. stone begs to differ. Yeah, yeah, the wishing stone uh, is never wrong. Yeah, so there was a little bit of that. Uh, there was also, um, like, at the end, uh, you know, when she is trying to talk, because at the, at the very end, basically all of America is now doing wishes uh, because of some machine that Pedro Pascal has that, like, he's able to touch every American simultaneously. So they're all making wishes and having them backfire. It's so stupid. Um, he basically becomes Silvio Berlusconi. He becomes Silvio. Okay. <laughs> he becomes Silvio Berlusconi. He's doing Bunga Bunga worldwide. And he is. Uh, um, and Wonder Woman is, like, telling them, like, I know that it feels better to, like, have your wishes come true, but there's a cost to everything. And there was a little bit of me that was kind of like, there, there's some politically questionable shit here. It's like, I know that shit sucks right now, but trying to change it is just going to make it worse, guys. Just live, <laughs> yeah. live in the plight that you've, uh, the with the hand you're dealt and maybe shut the fuck up about it. Like there was a Listen little up, bit of that. socialists. Yeah, a little bit. But more so than anything else is... The fact that there is a lot of discourse online about how Gal Gadot sucks at acting. Is it Gadot? It's Gadot. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Gal Gadot sucks at act. Oh, oh yeah. Kasim, go pee. Okay. All right. So what I was saying, Gal Gadot, first of all, that is how it is pronounced, Vince. It's pronounced Gal Gadot. Uh, so is our Israelis people of color? Uh <laughs> <laughs> is that your that second question are yeah. are israelis poc um, i do worry yeah i feel i feel like uh at some point we're gonna have to like do a race science to decide which people are allowed to speak on uh which topics oh i mean that's the thing with everything that's always how it is but i i could say this um uh israelis are uh m they're multi-ethnic so like you know israel's a country so they got you know israel there's uh israeli arabs who live within you know the legal boundaries of israel there's um uh arab jews um who do not in israel do not like being called arab jews they like being called iraqi or moroccan they just don't there's some racial tensions there but um uh anyways kasim where'd kasim go uh, he's trying to turn down the volume on his iPad. I did. You did? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. so did it work? Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. All right. So, all right, cool. Um, but, uh, yeah. So there are, of course, there are Jews of color, uh, in Israel. There are people of color in Israel. There's all sorts of, uh, now, uh, 
Which people pronounce it Gadot though? Like why? When did that? That it's G- Gadot. It's uh, G- Gadot. That's okay. How you would pronounce right. it? Uh, so, anyways, um, the there. Of course, you know, people were talking about the fact that she is bad at acting, and I think that's an objective fact. I think you're absolutely right. She's a fucking. She sounds like a bored she Dracula. Made her debut in like a Fast and Furious movie in like 2009 or something. Yeah, like, yeah. That's. That, I mean, and that's the thing. It's okay to I be mean, a movie star to, and be like not a good actor. That's like it's abnormal if she would be like. Um, she's incredible. Like that's abnormal. To be fair, the script didn't give her much to go on in terms of why yeah. she would uh, like wait 66 years to fuck Chris Pine. Um, and so like when he shows up, they're kind of just like, oh, yeah, you have to you just have to act this out. Like you have to embody a love that transcends uh, 50 sure. years. And that's a, it's a big ask for yeah. Gal Gadot. Yeah, but to be fair, uh, like, you know... And she don't do it very well. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> she, she, uh, do it, do it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyways, so, uh, of course, the backlash was, uh, like, Zionist Twitter is now trying to brand the new anti-Semitism as not just... It's not just uh, criticizing Israel, but it's criticizing Gal Gadot as being a bad actress. It's like people are like, there's misogyny, anti-Semitism. I just, I just don't have the emotional energy right now. And it's like, bro, it's not anti-Semitic to be like she is a bad actress. It is absolutely an objective fact that she's not good at acting. And that's okay. That is like Paul Walker wasn't good at <laughs> acting either. You think I'm pissing on his grave? Nah. We like, accepted he, Jason Momoa's Aquaman just because at least he's like a fun guy. Yeah, he's, he's fun. Yeah. He's actor. got personality. Yeah. But it's like you can be bad at acting and have personality. I felt like Wonder Woman had no personality whatsoever. Uh, and Gal Gadot kind of like she really like the first Wonder Woman movie was like, OK, I was kind of like into it. I was like, this is actually not that bad. Uh, I mean, I saw it on a plane, whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But no like, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely no Suicide Squad. But it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, she's just not a great actress. And it sucks because it's like, you know, she spent fucking years in the Israeli Defense Forces. So you think, you'd think that she would be, like, good. Like, she would know how to pretend to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was was that what you were doing? Oh, yeah, you were doing? <laughs> uh, uh, but just, you just got to give Matt like eight minutes of warm up before he gets to his IDF joke. Yeah, but I, I mean, just in general, I I felt like she was like IDF. I wish she was in the DTF. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Damn it! That's that's an even better joke. Um. um anyways, I I, I feel like the the discourse around this movie has been so much more entertaining than the actual movie that it's just made me uh it's 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 made me happy you know especially the fact like that this what felt like it was going to be another cultural bullshit lit, litmus test for um whether or not you were uh like woke like it was going to mm-hmm. be like uh if you don't like this Do you movie you support do you support the corporation's uh, latest diversity effort? Right. And if you don't. Yeah, right. Exactly. If you don't, then uh, clearly you are a misogynist, or in this case, you are <laughs> an anti-Semite for thinking that Gal Gadot sounds like, uh, like fucking Bommy Wiseau. Uh, do you get that? that uh, once that Ghostbusters reboot came out, was it like okay to hate it once it 
came out after the fact. Like I knew it, if you hated it in advance, you were a misogynist. But once it, people knew it was terrible. Well, you had to make sure the misogynist didn't win for like the first two weekends. And then after that, I think it was, uh, I thought it was fine. I don't know. It was like, uh, I actually don't remember a thing about that movie. But I, I posted about it maybe a couple months ago. And just to like see if the coast was clear, I was like, all right, guys, it's been four years. Uh, that Ghostbusters all-female reboot was kind of bad, right? And like, I got a slew of people being like, I can finally now admit that this movie was bad. And that's the thing. It's it's not like the fucking worst movie ever. It's not, it's not, Um, it's just, it's completely forgettable. Like, I, I just don't, I just, it's not, yeah. it's not funny. And like, Ghostbusters is supposed to be funny. That's what's good about Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the CG. Yeah. It's not the fucking, well, like, the ghosts. Like, I don't give a shit about the ghosts. I give a shit about the fucking jokes. It's a comedy. Yeah. And it was not an effective comedy. Yeah. It was a grab bag of things. Yeah. It was Kate McKinnon, like, doing... Yeah. Like, doing a thing that's, like, weird, like funny for a short period, but it's so, like, weird that it doesn't really work for a whole character like throughout a whole movie anyway that's a different movie yeah but wonder woman 1984 no reason that it was set in 1984 that was no that was crazy about that where when it got into the 80s it felt like whoever did the set design and all the uh, costume design it didn't feel like somebody who was in their 40s or their 50s who did lived out in the, yeah no through the 80s it was like somebody who used to do we used to just do, I don't know, wardrobes at Urban Outfitters. Got a job, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, it like, was. I'm gonna do the '80s, and it's yeah, like, it's just it was so ultra. It was like it didn't. Yeah, it, you know, it's like some weekend at Bernie shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it was retro '80s kitsch. Like it, it didn't right. feel like because like even fucking like Stranger Things, like uh, with with their kind of '80s vibe, like mm-hmm. it feels. Like, yeah, they'll, like, do mall culture and shit like that. But, like, all of the other stuff that doesn't take place in the mall still feels relatively 80s. Like, it it doesn't feel like they're really throwing it in your face. And the times that it does, it feels more like an homage rather yeah. than kind of, like, um, you know, this elaborate, like, remember when set piece. Whereas, like, this movie well, had no there was reason. Like, well, well, there was, like, two scenes. I mean... The World War One guy comes back in 1984, and then like the things that he has explained to him are uh, like parachute pants uh, and, and corporate art, and then like the way jets work, and then and, and then they're dancing. like, all right, well, you're all caught up, and uh, and that's all we have to say about the 80s. Okay, yeah, yeah. It would be funny if they did a really big retrospective of the 80s, or like she really got him like everything, like Reaganomics. Yeah, right. She <laughs> talks about trickle down <laughs> economics. She talks about <laughs> Oliver North like sending crack to fucking black neighborhoods. <laughs> she talks about the AIDS epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, why is that guy all skinny? <laughs> like, why is that? Why is that man holding a man hold, holding hands with another man? He's all yeah. skinny and coughing. You see, Steve, that's called the gay plague. Yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. See, we haven't acknowledged it yet. Uh, that is called GRID, a gay-related immunovirus. <laughs> what's, what's playing on that guy's radio? Sun City. What the fuck is that? You know, <laughs> there's a thing called apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, this is guy in prison, Mandela. Uh, and as an Israeli, I believe that he should stay in prison. He is a terrorist. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Wonder Woman. That was Wonder Woman. Um, I mean, a third one. that's crazy. What's they've that? Already, they've already let people know they're making a third one, which, like, which is understandable because you know the thing about it. I love about people complaining about Wonder Woman is it as if every other franchise hasn't had a stinker or two. I mean, Thor yeah. has had right. majority suck ones. X Men, mm-hmm. god damn. I mean, like, how yep. those two of them that were good, like, yeah, Spider Man, like, you know, Spider Man's getting bad when they want one to be black. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, it was, and it could have <laughs> happened. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, Donald Glover is appealing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, they gave, like, they gave, they did one, but it was animated, so it was like, ah, does this count? I don't know. I mean, and that's the best Spider-Man uh, movie that there is. No, Into yeah, the Spider Verse is, is the it's best. Absolutely. Spider-Man Dude, movie. Spider-Man yeah. Two is so good. I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, I uh, I understand hating fucking Tobey Maguire, but that movie is awesome. I, I I feel like I need to rewatch that because there's a few things that I missed in life. Uh, understanding. Like The Incredibles, Spider Man Two, uh, fucking X Men Two. Uh, I'm with you on Spider Man Two. I'm not with you on Incredibles, but Spider Man Two I saw and I was like, this seems good. Yeah, like, yeah I, I, didn't I, I just didn't. The... I it I just I never it didn't grab me at all. And and like everyone was like, come it's on, the man, best. fucking Alfred Molina with his uh, sentient arms. I mean, it's basically yeah, like an like, Evil you have Dead Nick movie. Cage in fucking Into the Spider Verse as just like a bit role and like fucking the amazing visuals. Yeah, and, like, no, yeah. Into the Spider Verse is fucking amazing. It's like visually, no, Into the Spider Verse is great, but uh... it's the funniest one. It's the funniest movie of all of them. And it actually feels like a, a movie like a comic book. unique to like younger gener like a, a, yeah. a product of younger generations. Yeah. Like it was it, actually like it was hip without trying to be hip. Yeah, you know it felt I mean? like it was for people who who understand mumble rap. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why and I don't understand it. So I like the Spider Man too, because I'm like, I don't even I don't even get this animation stuff. What's going on? Uh, why does it rule? Well, why don't they stop doing Zanny bars? <laughs> stop doing Zanny bars, you'll end up behind bars. <laughs> yeah. Vince Mancini, that's your review. That would be funny, like in the next Spider-Man, it gets it's like a SoundCloud rapper villain. Like, he's, going, he's just going, going, just running around, going, yay, 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 yay. It's a villain named Yayit. All right, <laughs> um, his name is Red Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Free little yachty. <laughs> oh man! Like ten dreads sitting there, all just colored up. You know, I'm on that kill side of man. Be a great team. Uh, but yeah, so that was Wonder Woman. Uh, and I agree, most um fucking you know superhero movies uh suck, and you should give them uh the benefit of the doubt uh because uh, or like yeah, give- mostly. They're mostly bad. I think we could admit that. We could all like, admit that. Fine. So has it's there, not a problem. Has there been one that's been all aces? Oh, like uh, I, not I a franchise. Like all, like, it's always been fire. Like every one has just of or no. or maybe there's been one bad one. Uh, mm. I mean the Nolan no. Batman's. There was two the good one ones. Was bad. That last one was straight up bad. No, the last, the last one was bad, and I don't think they hold up that well in retrospect. They're kind of yeah. like good while you're that watching second, them. That they, second one is like it's like three fucking hours long. There's yeah. like. There are like entire like subplots that could have been cut out, like when he kidnaps that like 
Asian CEO. It takes him like 25 minutes. Yeah, you, but that, was, that shit was sick. Also, it's like, why are people following this Joker? Like, this Joker is fun to watch, but like, he just kills everybody at all times. Yet people are suicidally loyal to him. All right, well now you like, okay. poke holes into that. It's a great Joker. It uh, was. Look, it w- when I was watching it, I was like, "This is badass." Yeah. And then it was over, and it was over, and that's I fine. Think, and then, I like, think Logan's better than the Dark Knight. Logan, Logan's a great. That is a hot take. Logan is very good. Logan was very good. Shares a screenwriter with, uh, uh, I think the same guy wrote Hell or High Water and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like that oh, dude had real? a great twenty seventeen. I, all I know is like that first, I, like that movie turned me off from the first scene where it's like the after schools, after school special cholos. Where I'm like, come on, these are not like get out. Oh, you have a very fake thing. I had the best viewing experience of Logan possible because my friend dragged me into it. I was already I was done with superhero movies back then, but I didn't get the memo that the movie was rated R. Right. So that movie. So when it starts with him just murdering the shit out of all those trolls, like that dude just got stabbed in the armpit. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Same with me. I didn't know it was a rated R fucking thing. Uh, And I I, I came into it not knowing that it was going to go so hard right out of the gate. Uh, and also, Vince, you have a very specific thing where if you see cholos on screen, they have to be uh, they have Better to be, be training day. They, they have to be accurate. Uh, you yeah. have a thing because uh, you grew up in Fresno and you're very familiar with the cholo lifestyle. You're you're you're, you're like, well, if, if they're not accurate to life, then you're like, this is some bullshit. Well, there's one guy who does good cholos. His name's David Ayer, who directed yeah. Suicide Squad. And uh, his last movie was terrible. That was the one with Shia LaBeouf where he got like a giant tattoo on his stomach. Yeah. This is Creeper. Yeah. But uh, that being said, like there's a couple really good Cholo scenes where Shia LaBeouf is like scrolling through his phone, like showing his homeboy pictures of girls. He's like, hey, check it out, dude. That's, that's Araceli from Diamond Bar right there. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, he did, he did a pretty good job, yeah. good job with that. You yeah. Don't like yeah. those fake ass Cholos from Logan. Yeah, <laughs> not those training day cholos. You know, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> no, he loves the training day cholos. No, those are good. Those, I like those are great cholos. Those are you know, uh, be a great. You know, controversial, uh, contra- controversial, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, con- like child molesting cholos, cholmos. <laughs> like cho- cholos. I think if you fuse chomo and cholo, you just get chomo again. Chomo. <laughs> <laughs> you get cholomo. Which sounds hey, like man, no you're homo. Fucking sexy homes. <laughs> your, oh, son, your son, Holmes. That's you my cousin fucking... Molester over there. <laughs> hey, you seen Ghostbusters? Ernesto the Molester, boy. He's, he's fucking crazy, boy. Hey, my cousin Slimer's in Ghostbusters, homie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you kids doing right now? Hey, hop in my, hop in my lowrider. <laughs> I go watch the new Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman's. <laughs> crazy. Hey, no, uh, put your hand in the popcorn. Come on, put it in. Oh. <laughs> uh, I cannot take credit for the Slimer joke. That is, uh, that is classic Vince Mancini. <laughs> no, it's yours now. Um, <laughs> you guys, you want to finish things off yeah. with uh, an email? Yeah, or let's two? let's do emails. All right, this one, uh, whatever. I'll just read it. Hey, butt munchers and Vince, uh, Matt's talk about his sweet <laughs> new duplex you? being next to a motorcycle repair shop got me triggered. Uh, I've got neighbors on both sides that love to fire up their choppers and leave them glug, glug, glugging in the driveway for 20 minutes just to warm it up. 
One kid who's probably 24 has a dirt bike that must not be street legal because all he does is ride it up and down the driveway. How fun could that be? Get a real hobby, ass face. <laughs> uh, Matt should launch a campaign of negative reviews online to tank the motorcycle shop into moving. Um, no fucking so- way, dude. Fuck <laughs> that. Second, why do people do it? The loudness is apparently a big part of the coolness, but it's partly functional for safety. If you can hear a motorcycle coming from a half a mile away, it's harder to accidentally hit one. Uh, There was a contestant on Chopped one time who answered the question of what will you do if you win the $10,000? She said she would get a new set of pipes for her motorcycle. Uh, They cut to shots of her riding it. She referenced her motorcycle a couple times during the episode and each time said, they're my wings with a dreamy look in her eye. Ugh, what did lame. she do with the other nine thousand dollars? Yeah, I would never, ever, ever go against a fucking motorcycle company, and here's why: not because I'm scared of people who ride motorcycles; they're all pussies. I don't give a fuck. What I would be scared of is as soon as you complain to an entire motorcycle community about how you're too loud, those motherfuckers will be passing by my fucking apartment every night just they'll turn do it, it on the purpose Sturgis rally <laughs> yeah it would be yeah. exactly just every day so hell no would i well, do that as soon as you did that it'd be like see the fucking man is trying to keep us down again right exactly just a bunch of middle-aged dads wearing leather vests being like oh we are rebels because matt lieb on the corner doesn't like us like there's if, you, if hollywood's taught you anything uh, white motorcycle gangs of any age, they, they love to posse up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like Ultron in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Oh, they're for down, sure. They're ready for confrontation. Oh, they they really are, especially L.A. Like, L.A. motorcycle clubs are, are uh, you know, just like fucking like development executives looking for a fight because they need something to take all of their Me Too anger out now that, like, women have, like, a voice in Hollywood. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, uh, other email is just tell Kasim that his album that's just him taking down hecklers has become one of my favorite and most recommended albums. It's so funny. So, who is, who, what guy is this? Uh, that was someone named Jack. Kasim Bentley. Jamal, Jasim Kamal, Yentley. Tell that whoever that dude is. Find me on Instagram, prove that it's you, and uh, I'll send you a pack of stuff. Oh, oh hell man. yeah, cool stuff. And I'm not, I'm not even joking. I'll send you. There'll be five dollars in that too. <laughs> a care package from the SRO. <laughs> Just, Just a bunch crack. of used crack, crack pipes. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a food uh, we got a, we got an unvetted voicemail. Oh, let's listen. All right. Podcast, what's up? It's Jack. Um, this question's for Vince. I just saw Tenet, and like, what the fuck happened, man? That shit was really, really bad. And not like Christopher, not like bad for a Christopher Nolan movie. Like the way maybe, I don't know, like Interstellar. You know, that's sort of like bad for a Christopher Nolan movie. Tenet's like bad for like a movie. So, um, yeah, I was just wondering what your take on that was. All right, brought on. Uh yeah, Matt, did you see that yet? I I, I didn't. I didn't. I want to see it, but I did not. It's definitely by far the most nonsensical. Uh, like I've never seen a two hundred million dollar movie where I left being like, I don't really even know what happened. Um, that was uh crazy, and I don't care. And it's one of those movies where 
He's got the super fans where you, you bash it and they're like, no, nah, man, you just do, you're just too dumb to get it. You got to watch it again to, uh, <laughs> to understand what's happening. And it's like, I don't ever want to watch that movie again because it was such an unpleasant experience of just people shouting uh, convoluted exclamation uh, explanations of the plot at me like while a fucking mm. jet engine plays behind them and explosions go off. So you're trying to hear what he's saying and what he's saying is completely nonsensical. And uh, yeah, and it was like three hours of that. And uh, yeah, it sounds like hell. Yeah, it wasn't great. Oh, it was dope. <laughs> it was dope. I mean, like, cause I mean, what's uh, his, uh, what's his name? Denzel's son, George Washington Carver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget his name. I can never get it right. It's always like what Malcolm, Jamal Warner Smith. Yeah. Like, it's like David, David, isn't it David Washington? I think isn't it like George Boston Market or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's the Gal Gadot of black. He's seriously, they should do a movie together and they call it terrible. You know I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's in a Tanette font, Tanette font. It's like terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, that's been one of the main complaints is that he's not a good actor, but then people don't want to get black Twitter to get you fired from your job. So you just have to have all these, like you have to let some film critic to say, I thought it was great because if you love Inception and maybe the, you know, the intent of it, you know, Interstellar, then this is right up your alley. And I think that, you know, trailers ruin so much of what we expect out of movies because when Tanette came, for black people, we were like, oh shit, <laughs> a nigga's in a complicated movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's just like, and we were like excited because, yo, Grizzle, for me as a Denzel, I like Denzel, but I've been wondering about the dynamic between George Washington Carver <laughs> And uh, Denzel and Mal- and so Malcolm Jamal Warner Smith, Boston Market. I've been wondering like what it's been like because that's been asked for it. Does he feel like can black people fall, you know, bu- bubble off nepotism? And because he went from being like I don't even think he's ever done an episode of Law and Order. You know, what I mean? yeah, he just jumps. Yeah, straight. that's the real. That's that's black people summer. That's like training. That's like double A ball. <laughs> yeah, you know that, I mean? that's the G League. Yeah, that's like where you play the rapist that was all they got off. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, but yeah. Get off. You know what I mean? And so you get off. So then he was in Ballers, which was nothing but nigga honorage. You know what I mean? It was all, it was, all it was, it was like it was yeah. it was seasoning salt on honorage, right? And then he does this like independent movie where he plays a cop, which he was dope in. Yeah. Then he does Black Klansman. He does a bunch of other shit. He ain't never been in a music video. He's yeah. never touched a Tyler Perry production. Right. This motherfucker is gold. Then he does this. Uh, 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 goddamn Nolan Brothers. Shit. I was, I've watched that movie twice. <laughs> I, it's still, it's great. It's great. It's complicated. Like, it's definitely complicated, but as a black person, <laughs> chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely Popeye watched it chef's kiss. and I was like, I don't know how the hell he filmed that. That seems impressive. Uh, but I also don't know what's going on and I don't care. And I, yeah. Yeah. See, cause you didn't tap into your third eye. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you're using your blue eyes. You got to use your third eye, brother. And stand to come. That, all this is, the movie is really about being black in America. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kasim's going to come over to your house, just force Tenet into your fucking Blu-ray player and give you a bean pie and be like, watch this, bitch. It's your white no, privilege not to go people, back in time. Funnily it, enough, that's what Interstellar was about, too, was just being black in America. <laughs> it's, it's hard for a black man in any generation. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> you think about it, brother. Spell tenant, T-E-N. What's that N for? Think about it. E-T. Spell that backwards, T-E-N. Think about it again, brother. E-T, E-T, cannot go home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what are black people trying to do? Get back to Africa. <laughs> think about it. Y'all got to think about it, man. You know what I'm saying? You this should is really a black Israelite movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to start a black Israelite uh, movie review channel on YouTube. I would fucking watch that shit all the time. Tanat was dope. I like, please watch that with at least one melanated person. Now, because <laughs> you know, I'm trying to tell you, the lead is black. People don't want to talk about their racism in film. Look at any time one of these nerds went like like Hunger Games. Uh -huh. Like Hunger Games. I think they found some racist shit in Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? It don't <laughs> matter, dog. Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? Wherever the Wiz came out. What was went, the one? White people going crazy. What was the big budget one that Ava DuVernay directed? It was like Tomorrowland or something? All no, her the, films. The other All one. her films, dog. No, the other one. Oh, uh Fuck, I forget. A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time, that's it. And like yeah. that was supposed to be a big deal, but it wasn't very good. It was a big deal. Was that deal. the one with Magic Oprah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's the one. <laughs> that's also my favorite weed strain that John <laughs> <laughs> I told you Marauder was funny. I told y'all, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it is ironic that black people are in a movie called Wrinkle in Time. We don't age that. We age very well. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. it's weird. Man, if you smoke right, well, enough uh, Magic Oprah, you'll understand what John Sally's talking about. It's awesome. <laughs> Ugh, that's what make, smoking on that Magic Oprah. So you want me to? I, <laughs> you get I feel a car. Like... You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got to go out with the end of uh, Alec Baldwin's uh, video because. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't Play get, a little bit. We didn't get uh, to the good part, really. Yeah. So here we go. The only thing I can do is talk to that half of the public or that portion of the public, who understands what I mean when I say consider the source consider the source it's a sunny day here we're gonna go and enjoy a sunny day me and my little my little pack <laughs> my little ehos when you love somebody you want to defend them <laughs> Consider the source. <laughs> Dude, the guy who's been playing Trump for the last five years just fake news today. <laughs> yeah. mm. It is my favorite David Foster Wallace collection of essays, though. Consider the source. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say fake news, the haters. <laughs> your favorite David Foster. <laughs> yeah. Consider news. the haters. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I think we can call that an episode. Uh, Wonder, oh, indeed. Wonder Woman 84, solid B+. Uh, Murad and Kasim Bentley, solid A+. Thank you guys so much uh, for coming on. Uh, white slavery, wherever podcasts are sold. Is that right? Right. On all white-owned DSPs, <laughs> and and also on Black Planet, <laughs> also Nigerians are selling episodes on blankets <laughs> in, in any metropolitan city. So uh, go uh, go pick up yourself some Nigerian uh, podcast weaves, uh, any downtown uh, store, uh, or go on iTunes and look up White Slavery. 
uh Murad and Kazim Bentley, thank you guys so much. Uh patreon.com slash broadcast for all your bonus content uh and uh broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, concerns. Vince, what's the Google Voice number? Uh, 415-275-0030. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Wait, can I throw it out? Can we throw what? up our Google voice number? Oh, yes, yeah, please. please. All right. If you have any racist comments, <laughs> questions, queries, uh, 415-949-0128, white slavery, it's just a name. All right. <laughs> so check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins.